All right, guys. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Mini Badu. As always, I'm your host, Christopher, you know, aka Chris.NoTucker. And here with me today is a graduate of the illustrious North Carolina A&T State University. Hey, bitches! Super Product <laughs> MT. What's up? How does it, uh, how does it feel, you know? So beautiful. Uh, so my price pretty much just went up. Um, <laughs> Naturally. Absolutely. If you're curious, if you're like, how does Michael keep ending up on this podcast? I'm sleeping with the right people. So yeah. that's pretty much how. There's that on that. That's that. Um, <laughs> no, being questions. a graduate is cute, I guess. It kind of just hits you all at once. Like, I was driving into work the other day. Mm. Same job I've been going to. But I'm just like, wow, I feel like a real fucking person right now. That's right. so weird. Because my whole life isn't tied to, like, something being due at 11.59. Exactly. PM. And I feel like that's the story for a lot of us. Yeah, yeah. Because once you, once you get that bachelor's, like, you... Well, a lot of us decide to pursue higher education. Yeah, beyond yeah. Beyond that. Yeah, which but is But for most of us, we've reached, like... Our pivotal point. This is this is our... <laughs> for education. Yeah, and I know I am just the type of person who like loves being in classrooms and loves thinking right. and as out loud as possible. So I know I'm definitely going to be pursuing additional degrees. But mm-hmm. to for two, even if I get two whole days of let's sit down and not have my life tied to due dates, like college in itself can be very dehumanizing. Yes. Right, my whole life is reduced to a GPA pretty much. Yeah. So it's cute to be to be done with that for a minute. I don't know how long that minute's gonna be. Well, mine is coming. I only have one class left. Come guys. on, come on. Um, a bitch is out here working. Come on. <laughs> That's why these podcast podcast episodes have been um, a little gappy lately. That's okay. <laughs> but we'll get it together, you know. Once I walk across that stage. Are you gonna be doing classes this summer? Yeah. Class, just one. You're taking one. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I've decided to walk in December. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah, to get my family back. I am not mad at you. I'm uh, not going to lie. I did I did skip the graduation. Right, I was going to ask know, you. Everybody so was just like, hey, why did you? Do you have um, a reason? Because a lot of students feel as though they don't... Some students feel as though they don't want to go to the ceremony. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... Everybody gets to make that personal decision on their own. I'm really good for, like, not just doing things, but always asking, like, so why do I want to do this? And when it came down to my why, I just didn't have a very, like, solid reason as to why I would want to purposely celebrate Mm -hmm. at a ceremony like that, right? Like, I want to celebrate by, like, going and seeing all the people that I love, partying with them wherever they're at, but I don't, I don't know, just, like... And then you add the fact of, like, paying money. Like, I have to pay money exactly. to be in a room of people that I'm just, like, I don't know. Right, for um, a long time. Shaking hands with people I really didn't like as they hand me something that's not really a diploma because it'll be coming you don't, in the mail Like, afterwards. you actually don't get the actual degree. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, I know some people do this, like... They get it in the mail. For their families. Like, I kind of did this for them. And I totally understand that. I think that's absolutely commendable. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have that story. Like, my family was, like, you know... Congrats. We didn't, they didn't push me to like be here or they didn't push me to stay here. So, like, they didn't really care if I graduated just to keep it a box. So, I'm just like, well, I I don't see any reason to to be at this. (laughs) So, that's just that on that. But I do want to celebrate my own way, which is going to be like 
getting around all my friends, my mentors, all the other people who I struggled with, and I really want to uh, party with them. I'm a black man with an English degree, right? Yes, now, yes, right? You are. So I'm like, that's worth celebrating. The it fact is. that there were whole Negroes in this country that were lynched for learning how to read, and I didn't. So well, I got a degree for it. That makes me very happy. Here, here. Yeah. Here, here. Yeah. So that's that on that. If you want to take a shot, you can. I'm a, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a think about it. I'm a think about it. Yeah, I have to decide what celebrating looks like. So it's going to be different in every circle I go to. So we'll see. We will see. We will see. So I want to kind of do like a week in review. A week? Type of thing. Or a year. Or Ooh. something Ooh. along that. Yeah, let's start with week. But like, <laughs> like... A pre, like a pre-year review, whatever mm. it is. Just talk about like the current things that are um, transpiring in the world. Oh, okay. And and in our country as a whole. Oh, as far yeah, as no, that's, like that's a lot. To from consider. right from pop culture all the way to politics, mm. all the way. I will to, do my best. <laughs> listen, I feel like most of the things I'm gonna bring up. Everyone has um, a little knowledge of. Or, Maybe, yeah. And if I don't, I'll be very clear that I don't. So you or if you don't, you know, just jump on Twitter. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. talking about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Tons of people who don't know what they're talking about are talking about it somewhere. So Someone is Why not me and it. why not here? But we can start off with... Um, <clears throat> what do I want to start? What story do you want to start? There's so many. So, we can start off with Poopity Scoop. Damn it! <laughs> of all the things to discuss in the last year, um, <laughs> poopity scoop. Okay, I have a general rule about discussing Kanye West. Poopity scoop. Um, that rule, and it's not. I'm not giving him no clout. I don't want y'all to go look up that new song he dropped. Um, I don't want y'all to even pay attention to the man. I just brought him up to only bring up the fact of how black artists are really, you know, opening up and showing the world our culture. Ooh. All the way from, you know, Beachella. Okay. And then, you know, you have Gambino dropping This Is America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I officially watched that in the last couple of days. Like, the visuals? Yeah. And then you also have, like, the counter, <laughs> the counterparts. Like, the, the poopity scoops out there. Okay, they all, that's the sucky thing about this year, right? It's like everybody has a voice and everybody can say what they want to say. Right. It doesn't mean everybody has something And the to girls say. that are trying to take initiatives yeah. and sing at the White House and Ooh. their only excuse was Ooh. they had on a Basquiat skirt. Oh. But. <laughs> Damn, it's been a tricky ass year. <laughs> Last couple of years. I just, like, I feel like for black creatives, it's their job to, you know, voice and show mm. us um, the things that are going on in the world. Yeah, yeah. And some of them, you know, their interpretations right. are very, um, <laughs> very outlandish. Find your word. Good. Okay, <laughs> that was neutral. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> well done. But yeah, and at some point. I've seen it on Twitter where people have been tugged back and forth with the cancel, the canceling culture and, oh, oh this artist God, is yeah. canceled, yeah, that yeah. artist is canceled. Yeah. But it's not really, like, it's kind of, you know, fake yeah. because people will do it for, like, two days. And sure, then, right. And then suddenly they'll release a new song and we're just like, oh, right. great, you're excellent, you're amazing. Right. Yeah. And that 
kind of it's kind of a little problematic if you know you want to progress. Sure. Yeah. Also, segue into Spotify removing all of R. Kelly's music tracks. Every single song. Dang. Over his rape allegations. Wow. They have been going on for a while. Spotify is way more committed than some of your aunts, honestly, who will still defend R. Kelly. Step in the name of love. Yeah. Well, Spotify is more about that action than some of the audience <laughs> at weddings. That's right. really interesting. <laughs> but yeah, they did that. Um, also, I think they're done with Bill Cosby's trial. Good. Um, which Late, leads to that, but um, good. that video of him doing the little sidestep. Oh my god, yeah. God, this is going to be such a weird year to look back <laughs> on. Like, it's weird to live through it, but it's going to be weirder, like, mm-hmm. 10 plus years from now when I have kids, and you're like, ah, oh, what was it like when you were, well, yeah, it was a very busy year, it was very packed. It's very it's a, it's a weird-ass year. It is. That is a really good point. Holy shit. It's a lot. Um, for some odd reason, white people, well, Caucasians, um, <laughs> synonymous. Synonymous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tend to call the police on people of color, right? For any for a living, and I was just like, no, "That's not new, right?" Like, no shade. Why do I have legit been doing that? But it's getting like the calls are getting more and more crazier. I think okay. So I always try to remind myself like social media makes everything global. Mm-hmm. So like shit like this was happening, but I didn't have Twitter to run to, and I didn't have a phone to record on. White folks have always been like, what are these Negroes doing? Somebody call the police. That's not, that's literally not, that can't be new. So, (laughs) I say this because apparently Bob Marley's granddaughter got caught up in one of these situations. (laughs) And all they were doing was leaving their Airbnb. Right. And so, so it's a thing. It occur, it's occurring at everywhere. Rapid pace. Yeah, and I just I don't know. I think it's because of the like racial tension. Yeah, they're like really reeling in the country right now. Yeah. Um, I just hope we make it to 2020. You know, <laughs> when I make it to the end of the day, okay, I am surprised. Okay, I give my savior some glory because All I ways. have no idea how it keeps happening, All and yet, ways. and yet. Uh, yeah, again, I just think, um, social media makes everything so global, and so everything happening in the world can happen right in my face, which I think is one of the subtle themes of Donald Glover's This Is America, is that, like, I'm constantly bombarded with that which is fun and joyous, and kids dancing in a new viral, um, you know, dance craze and whatever, Mm -hmm. and in the same breath and without any real transition I am witnessing you know death I am witnessing anti-blackness I am witnessing brutality and I don't have not one second to process this right this is literally the world that we're living in right now is that um, there's no real place I can escape all of this happening at one time right so like every time white people act a damn fool and call black people for being black and in public I have to hear about it whether or not I, I want to or not, right? I'm going to hear about it when I turn on the news. I'm going to hear about it when I go on Instagram. I'm going to hear about it when I go on Twitter. Right. Uh, I 
I'm not sure and I don't know if we have the numbers to say that this is a problem that has increased drastically. I think it's literally been happening at the same rate, but now we're exposed to all of it at one time. Which I think is really damaging just to our psyche, just to being alive every fucking day. That's a lot to, I guess, take in. Do I want to save money? Oh, hold on, what? Is this a I trick question? Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. My computer is actually crazy. Is that an ad? That is definitely not. Brought to you by our sponsors. Okay. <laughs> oh, also, I forgot to tell you guys. Um, there will be a song played at the beginning of this. It is Beyonce's Schooling Life. Oh my god. Uh, I own no rights. Oh my god. Spotify right. owns all of those rights. Look, Beyonce, if you call me with a cease and desist, at least you called me. Okay. Right? So I accept that responsibility. I'll take a call from Blue. Uh, holy shit. Okay. Uh, Ruby or Sir, any of any of y'all, if y'all call me, I would be thrilled. But yes, just had to put that one out. I accidentally listened to School and Life during the last week of exams, and mm. I swear to God, that's literally when I stopped studying. I was like, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> so who, who needs a degree from School and Life? <laughs> I'm open to that idea. <laughs> so I've been. Um, in the midst of finishing this semester, I've just been binge-watching Netflix aggressively. Oh, my God. Be and, you know, they just came out with Dear White People, the second season. Yeah, yeah. And Kid Fury is in it. I know. I keep hearing this. And he does an amazing job. Shout out okay. to Kid Fury. Another person I would like to call from. Right. You and Beyonce, one after Please, another. please. But shout out to him. He did an amazing job. Cool. It was, um, it was a cameo with him, Todrick, and another person. Mm, Todrick was in it? Yeah. Has Todrick been in it or was... No. Okay. But, um, they did a cameo. It was really cute. Okay. I enjoyed it. It was funny. Okay. Um, but there's a scene in that season where you see some young gays. Navigating through. Oh, the young days. <laughs> They're navigating through their first time. Their first time having sex, or mm-hmm. no? Okay. And you see one of the characters, and he's, you know, he's on top. Uh huh. And he, he's inexperienced, obviously. Uh huh. So he tries to, you know, just stick it in. Oh. <laughs> and so, the bottom tells him to get the loot, and he squirts like. A dab of it in his hand and then rubs it together. No. And then the bottom gets the bottom of loot and mm. squirts like five more. Scientifically, <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was um, funny to that, see. Yeah, I saw that clip. So I don't watch uh, Dear White People. I saw the movie, but I don't watch the series because I'm really bad at watching series. I ended up seeing that clip somewhere on social media. Mm-hmm. And uh, that shit is funny, especially since, like, Everybody thinks gay sex is like this, you know, wild, passionate, niggas be raw dogging it, but yeah. um, it's also really unsexy. And I think that is a good example of how unsexy right. gay sex actually is. And then people don't be knowing the process. Of yeah, sex. yeah. Like, Your favorite niggas on Breed It Raw, like, they don't show <laughs> you this part. But it's also a part, the part where you're like, oh yeah, no, actually, I can't do this. Okay. Like, you know, they don't show the dive thing throughout the whole day. Yeah. They don't show those parts. Speak, yeah, the part where you can't have a full meal all damn day. Where you can't go to Moe's or Chipotle. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, no, ma'am. Or you will not have a good lucrative night. Right. Or the next day, if you 
you question if your body is actually functioning properly. Exactly. Like, no, what did I do to myself? <laughs> I feel like most of the women in For Colored Girls right now. What? Oh my god. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so you mentioned you did see the um, Azalea Banks interview. Holy shit, yes. I didn't watch it. Yes. But what was your take on it? I, okay. <clears throat> that was probably one of my favorite interviews maybe this whole year. I do love Azealia Banks as a creative. I think she is also really, really smart and insightful. Mm. I think she is also very human. And so, like, God, she could be on a great point and just kind of like, eh, eh, Azealia, I don't think we needed to go for the jugular, but... Um, I thought it was genius. I loved her and Charlamagne talking together. And then, like, halfway into it, DJ Envy, and also me. Like, I recognize, I'm like, damn, they're really similar. They're really fucking similar. They're two personalities that we reduce into their mistakes, right? We don't talk about, like... Like, I think Charlamagne and Azalea Banks do really great things, but we really credit them by the moments they fucked up. Mm -hmm. Um... And I don't think that's fair. I don't. I hope nobody considers me in that way. And so I'm trying to. I try to not consider them in that way. Like, yeah, Azealia Banks really needs to get psychiatrically checked. But so do yeah. I. So does everyone. And so does Charlemagne. But that doesn't mean they don't do really cool creative shit. Right. No one's knocking their mistakes. It's just when you have a whole video. Showing your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just showing your ass continuously. It's like, well, I know. I know. what what can the public think? Uh, like, what can the public do? Ugh, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Is it my responsible uh, my responsibility to do anything when Azalea Banks gets angered? I'm not. Yeah. We have to remember at the end of the day, she's still a grown woman. Yeah, absolutely. And I try to consider, like, okay, so moments where I get upset or get frustrated, thank God there are not, like, cameras. Thank God there's not Instagram Live, given I would have to, like, turn all those things on myself, which, just put your phone down. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I see it, and I, I don't know. Us normal people have the... Normal people. Um, have the benefit of not having... An entire world of people we've never met breathe down our neck and make, make assumptions about us based on, you know, sound bites and things that we've said. Mm-hmm. Where Azealia Banks will never get to, like, move in a world like that. And she mentions in the interview something that I really like. She said, like, for a lot of other people, we don't care when they say dumb shit, right? Like, Kanye mm-hmm. did not start saying dumb shit yesterday. Kanye's made a very large career saying really problematic things, but we never let that outshine the work that he does. And we don't let Azealia Banks do the same thing, right? Like, Azealia Banks has said stuff that's like, oh, sis, please, just put the bone down. Like, call it a day. Get off Twitter. Um, And we credit that against the work that she does. And I don't always think that's fair. And if we were going to do it for her, let's make sure we do it for 
you know, Kanye West. Let's make sure we do it for plenty of white actors who have mm-hmm. gone and done the exact same thing. We don't care if... But if we want to go and, you know, we, that's a, like, that's an episode in itself. I like, don't know that. Talking about the Caucasians and their mistakes. For real! Ben Affleck has said Matt Damon. They've said tons of dumb shit. And we, we, we never... We all know these girls, girl. Johnny Depp out here Absolutely. Girls. Yeah, we yeah. I think know. it's a really good example. Allegedly, you know. Yeah. I'm, trying to get to I'm not sure that's alleged. I think that might have been confirmed. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, they've said tons of things that are problematic. They've done tons of things that are problematic, and we never let that interfere with the work they do. It doesn't affect the money they make. But Azealia Banks, if she says something dumb that costs her money, right? right. She's not going to get jobs. We're going to think for music of the level, like the level of like notoriety these people have gained versus Azealia Banks. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I try to think like, so what's the like white boy equivalent of? somebody on Azealia Banks level. Yeah, right. I don't know. Do I don't not, know either. <laughs> it's a culture I'm not familiar with. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't like that we don't give people room to be people, which I think is very important. And it's room I need, so it's room Azealia Banks will be getting for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I think she needs to come for people's necks to make a point? No. I think she can just make her point. I do think the interview was good because you could see her like at the beginning like okay I my therapist told me not to go off on you and she stayed civil for so much of that interview mm-hmm. and I was really proud of that I was like she's really trying not to because Charlamagne is like low-key pushing her buttons she's like ah you make music for gays Azealia should have come for a neck but was like okay sure why not I see you sis I see you out here working keep going man so I know this is gonna be a um, a real quick switch up. Hit me from pop culture. Hit me. But I want to just highlight Zora Neale Hurston. Oh my god! Oh my dropping god! Oh my god! A new book. It is called Barracoon. Barracoon. Holy shit! Yes. I'm gonna read you guys a little summary. Come on. Of it. Bring them in. Go ahead, pastors. <laughs> I think y'all need to know. Yes. I can't, I'm so glad so we're talking good. about books. Yeah. This, like, this is this is kind of my thing, y'all. When so. like when I saw um, that this book was coming out and I saw the the cover, I was really excited because oh, yeah. of the story. And on the cover, it has basically what the book is about. Yeah. So it's the story of the last black cargo. Which in turn translates to, you know, slavery. Yeah, yeah, the last slave of the slave Atlantic. Right. Slave trade. In slavery. Slave trade. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, she interviews. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, okay. So, okay. I might be able to. In 1927, Mm -hmm. she went to Alabama. Mm It was just outside of Mobile, uh-huh. and she and she interviews this eighty-six-year-old man, right? Black man, obviously, and his name is Cujo Lewis. Mm-hmm. And of the millions of men and women that was transported from Africa to America, Cujo was the only person alive to tell the story. Mm. He was the only person alive, y'all. Yeah. Like, the last one. Mm. 
So basically, within this book, it um, basically tells his story of coming from Africa to America and Uh. everything that ensues and goes with that. And he Uh. goes into detail. And honestly, I think it's a good read. Oh my God, yes. it's I haven't even read it yet, and I think it's going to be an amazing read. I think everybody should get into it. Undeniably. I don't care if you are black or white or blue or whatever. This is information you need. I work at a bookstore, so a lot of people have called and asked about this book Mm -hmm. and reserved copies and had us order more copies. I'm super excited about this. I do think Zora Neale Hurston and Azalea Banks, while that sounds really like unrelated, (laughs) is extremely related because... Zora Neale Hurston, fun fact, historical, get your pen and paper. I'm going to give you a second. I'm going to give you a minute to get some paper. Go ahead. I wish I had sound effects for paper. I don't. I don't even have paper. to. Just get what you need. Okay. So Zora Neale Hurston had, like, a very known, like, anger issue that later, I mean, we would call it mental health, right? Mm -hmm. We would relate it to mental health, but at the time, people were just like, she's really a hothead. Like, homegirl, like, carried a gun on her. She was always, like, popping off at people. And she was always popping off at men, especially. Mm-hmm. And in a time where, like, women were coming into their own... Zordon Hurston was just like, no, actually, fuck this. Here's what you're not going to do to my life. <laughs> um, but the public was just like, she's too much of a hothead. Mm-hmm. And then the public started kind of, like, creating stories that weren't 100% accurate about Zordon Hurston. And one amazing fact about Zordon Hurston is that when she died... Her reputation was so tarnished. Mm-hmm. She died broke, she died lonely, and she died penniless. And oh I think it was Alice Walker, but I could be wrong, who later in life was like, we didn't even give her a fucking tombstone. Wow. Right? We did not care. She gave us, um, their eyes are watching God. She gave us tons of literary works. She gave us, a Sweat is among one of my favorites. She did something entirely new with writing. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote in black vernacular, which is like, you know, the way black people sound when they speak, especially at the time. And at the time she was doing that, um, people were just like, yeah, her work isn't really polished. It's not really right. good because it sounds so black. People dragged her whole reputation through the mud. And it isn't until 20 the fuck 18 that we are getting another release from Zora Neale Hurston who is long gone and we have mm-hmm. already damaged her existence. You have got to treat people right where they're, when they are alive. Yes, okay, yes, she had a huge temper, but she did so much work. And anthropological work where she was going back into the South, going back into these small towns. Mm-hmm. And she was asking people, like, tell me about your story. Tell me about your history. Tell me about your culture. Tell me about the stories you heard growing up. She collected a lot of this information for black people. And we're about to fucking fly because she ran, right? Like, she did so much of this work. She saved those stories. And I don't know how many people are doing that now for us, but she did it for us then. And it's finally coming to the surface. And I'm so excited to see this woman who history damaged. Because it's like, we don't have much from that time. Because it was all discarded and, you know, destroyed. Right. White people were copying our sounds, our music. They were trying to write mm-hmm. black characters. If you think of Mark Twain and The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn and uh, Nigger Jim, I think the character was. Mm-hmm. They would try to replicate blackness. Uh, minstrel shows, I think, is an excellent example. They would try to replicate blackness, but there was no authenticity, and nobody was going back into black communities to try to preserve authenticity. Right. Zora Neale Hurston preserved authenticity, and because she did that, you guys get 
Beyonce Lemonade. You guys get so many amazing things because somebody did that work, and I think that's so important. So I'm super excited about Barracoon. Um, it's the culture. Did it hit before my payday? It sure the fuck did. Okay, <laughs> am I going to find these coins, and am I going to get it? I absolutely will. Mm. You better believe it. This is revolutionary, and I'm so excited. I cannot wait to read it. Yeah, I'm psyched. I'm pumped. Well, yeah, guys, I just had to let That's you, a really... Had yeah. to let you guys know. And for anybody interested to know, black people are having a field day with writing lately. Yes. I mean, we've got so many new and excellent work from black writers has come out. Um, mm-hmm. Within the last, I'm going to say, year, two years, and I'm an active reader because I'm just corny like that, but... <laughs> There's something for everyone to do what it is you, yes, what it is you want your reading to do for you, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. I just picked up Richard Pryor's autobiography. Funny, he's funny as shit, he's real as shit. He Mm -hmm. talks about uh, his, he grew up in a, in a whorehouse, right? Like, Mm -hmm. his family ran a whorehouse, a brothel, and growing up in that environment, he talks a lot about, like, being molested and being raped and I'm just like I don't it's so interesting like in this Me Too movement we which does need to edify the fact that uh, there's a lot of violence mm-hmm. sexual violence predatory violence that needs to be nipped in the bud but there are so many men who have also been hurt and not to diminish women's stories at all mm-hmm. but um, predatory rape does not always care what your gender is and so many reading Richard Pryor's story I'm just like how many men have this similar story and have just never talked about it right he talks about getting raped on a very regular basis running into his rapist after I should have trigger warning that y'all sorry if y'all are sensitive about that topic but um talks about running into his rapist as an adult and his um the person who molested him had a son and he's just like watching and he's just like I wonder if you treat your son the same way you treated me when I was growing up and just like never vocalizing those opinions until his book came out so Mm -hmm. there's so many amazing stories out there y'all and I feel more alive having just encountered them so go find you some shit and if you don't know what to read hit me up I'm gonna find you something I'm good for this Michael is the plug when it comes to the I know yeah I'm that plug (laughs) (laughs) I ain't tweet, man, but I'm gonna get you right. I'm gonna find something to get you right. Oh, and Mother's Day just passed, so you know. Oh my gosh. Happy Mother's Day to the mothers. Shout out, out to there. all you mothers. Shout out to all the mothers. If yeah, you can I play Fantasia's Baby Mama, that's one of my favorite songs in the world. <laughs> um, it identifies a, a certain niche branch of motherhood. I was thinking more of Tupac, you know. That's yeah. also a good song. <laughs> you know. Sure, yeah, why not? <laughs> Also, Sugar Mama by Beyonce, I feel like, counts mm-hmm. as a Mother's Day song. <laughs> I consider that. <laughs> but it's getting hotter, you know, the weather is getting better. Now. Yeah. It's getting warmer. We went through six months of winter. And, yes. Uh, Wouldn't go away. Yeah. <laughs> and it hit 90 degrees out of nowhere. Oh. You acting up for summer or not? Um, I'll try. I'm going to try my best. Okay. Um... You know, I just really want to try and, you know, stay out of the way and get some money. That's cute. That's cute for you. I'm a multitasking queen. <laughs> so, I'm going to get this money. Uh, but it's still going to be nice for what? Just, <laughs> right. For some that of these things. the team. Because <laughs> it's... I really... just really don't have the energy for it. Speak. Mm. You, you know what? You do that for you. Right? Your life narrative... That, that, that's yours. That gets to be yours. 
I just know uh, a brother looking real brown. Right. Okay. It's hitting 90 degrees. It is. Somebody is sending me a degree. It's about to be a 90s picnic. I'm <laughs> just going to tell my testimony. Right. That's, <laughs> it's about to be lit. <laughs> it's about to be very lit. Yes. I haven't like finalized travel plans, but my God. My God. This is what I love about not being a student. Just like, if I want to go time. other places, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely I worry about yeah. being somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It might not be a bad idea to talk with, like, obviously I'm, you know, three days out of undergrad, but uh, finding people who are really out of undergrad mm-hmm. and asking them what that transition is like from a distance, I don't think, like, there's nearly enough conversation about, like, it's not. No one really talks yeah. about that. Like, so you have your career now. What? Yeah. From yeah. That to adulthood. Yeah. And I'm aware, even and when I'm in it, that it, it can it. be a very depressing time. Yeah. And that's very real. I know a lot of friends who took some years off and found themselves really hurt during that time. Because mm-hmm. um, college is a weird place where your identity is, right? Right. Where you, you don't you find yourself. Yeah. 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 And so when you're not somebody who's turning in assignments when you're not somebody who belongs to these organizations or you're not somebody who um, whose life is around like a and you don't just attend you like mm. give your whole existence there right to mm. best enjoy that process right when you're done you're kind of like shit wait now who am I now and I'm already finding myself there I'm asking myself a lot of questions like what is the city of Greensboro if I'm not a student is it the city I would like to actually you choose really to belong like- in you really start that next chapter. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. All y'all other grads, congratulations. And all the people out there still pushing. Right. Keep, keep pushing. going. Keep going. Okay. Keep There's going. Light at keep the end going. Of the tunnel. Keep going. Don't let these other folks have you shook. Like, okay. just get to the end of your journey, right? Like, that's all you got to do. And all the people post grad. Adulting. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Keep for those of y'all who've been out of undergrad for a couple years and you're like, shit, what the fuck am I doing? Bitch, me too. Okay. It's all good. Put on Cardi B, Big and Head. Come on. You know, Come on. Rock with it. You're going to get through rock this. Out. You're going to move right through this. I promised myself after undergrad, like, I wouldn't make any decisions out of, like, fear, which is very easy to do because you're like, oh my God, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Um,. I know more than anything, I love books, I love writing, creating shit, and I love people, and so the concept of being able to teach is very lucrative mm-hmm. to me. Um, becoming a professor is something I want to do in this life, writing books right. as often and as irreverent as I can mm-hmm. is something that I want to do. So deciding, like, so how bad do you want to do this? Are these things that you want to do right now? Are these things that you're not doing right now because you're scared? Post-grad leads you to a million questions that no exam has taught you to address, that no class has taught you mm-hmm. to, like, really consider. These are mm-hmm. real questions you have to do your, ask, answer yourself. And sometimes I think people have chosen easier ways to avoid answering those questions. And I'm just trying to make sure I don't do that right now. Right. So Same. when people are like, ah, what are you doing next? Like, being present, sis. Like, minding my business and trying to understand you know what this journey means for me exactly. that's what I'm doing right now so good luck to y'all right I'll see y'all
Well, guys, I think that'll be it for today's episode. Ah! I will catch you guys later. Again, this is Mini Badu. Um, I'll be dropping some description gems, a couple of things as well, some links so that you know Barracoon and a Come on, lot yes. of other things. Yeah. Keep you guys updated and informed. Yeah. Um, let's see. Hit me up at ProductMT on Twitter. <laughs> Should you have any questions about books? I'm really good for this. And yeah. I'll... See you guys later. Love y'all. Bye. Be blessed. What was the one?